At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSIN. Number two of the Lombardi line presented by BetMGM. Dave Ross here in Las Vegas. Michael Lombardi, you are still in New Jersey, correct, sir? Yes, sir. I am. I sure am. I'm here. Okay. Uh, and uh, I'm in my uh, home office, not my home office, my office here and uh, enjoying it. And beautiful day here on the East Coast. I just saw on Twitter just now, one minute ago, Adam Schefter reported that Matt Nagy announced that going forward, Justin Fields is Chicago's starting quarterback. Whoa. I mean, Matt Nagy is the greatest. He is the NFL's version of a weatherman. He can change that forecast. I mean, he has no ability to get the – I mean, I get the people in Vegas that had the forecast. I, they're probably really good. But back here on the East Coast, our forecast tends to be a little – could rain, might not rain, might be sunny, might be cloudy. You know, but my man Matt Nagy is a great weatherman. He really is. He, he can't get the forecast right. You know, and he's wondering why nobody respects him as a leader because, you know, Andy Dalton's my starting quarterback. Andy Dalton's my starting quarterback. Now today, going forward, Justin Fields is my start. Like, what happened? Did right. you have, like, did you take NyQuil last night and all of a sudden you had a relevation? I mean, did you just get, I mean, did you have divine intervention? I mean, what happened? <laughs> well, we had just, what happened, we, Matt? We had just did you go in the wrong. basement and look at all your play sheets left on the wall and said, oh! Oh, it's a great idea. I'm going to go with Justin Fields. Like what? Ha- somebody told you we're starting Fields. That's what happened, and you wonder why you're not. Nobody respects you as a leader. Wow. Well, Michael, that's a great point. We had Jason Leisure on yesterday from the Chicago Sun Times, and he basically said, you know, it was weird. He, he was it was a game time decision for Justin Fields last week with Andy Dalton, but this week he was going to announce it on Wednesday today, which he just did. To your point, like what changed there? Because if you said Andy Dalton when he's healthy is going to be QB one, this is a social media post, isn't it? This this is a, the way he wins social media today. He gets Chicago off his back, Michael. Whether or not Justin yeah. Fields is the right guy is irrelevant to 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 get for Matt Nagy. To say this today, this has got to be so Twitter won't be mad at him. No doubt. I mean, you know, Twitter's going to rejoice. You know, Twitter doesn't, Twitter's undefeated. I mean, they're undefeated. You know, Trey Lance should be the third pick of the draft. They're undefeated. You know, and so you can't, and you know, look, I've, there's some commentators. Yeah. There are some commentators that were not positive about Justin Fields during the pre draft process. I won't name who it is. And then all of a sudden, he got ripped on Twitter by Justin Fields' people. And now he's the biggest advocate for Justin Fields of all men, of all kind. Mm. Like, seriously, either you have an opinion or you don't. 
Like, you get paid to give an opinion. VEASAN pays me to give an opinion. I may be right. I may be wrong. You may not like hearing what I say. You may disagree with it completely. But I get paid to give an opinion. I don't get paid to sit on a fence. Mm -hmm. I don't get paid to say, well, maybe I do, maybe I don't, you know? And I think that that's the reality. Like, Nagy, could he not see this coming? Right. Andy Dalton is now listed. Here's what makes it even better. My girl Stacey Dales from NFL Network. Stacey Dales is reporting that, that Andy Dalton is a full participant <laughs> at the Bears practice today. He's completely healthy. So all this rhetoric that we were told for the last, what, eight weeks that yeah. Dalton's the starter is now just blown into the wind. Your word is nothing if you don't stand by it. And it looked like he was trying to do that with Andy Dalton. But again, this is a flip. This is a flip in the script here for, for Matt Nagy. I wonder, and you know how this works, if this is a Ryan Pace decision. Because it, this is flip, this is flip-flopping if you're Matt Nagy. And there's no other way around it. If this is no, coming from Matt Nagy, it's a flip-flop. If it's I can't Ryan, wait. Right. I can't wait to his press conference where he says, you know, I studied it hard. <laughs> I went home. I pondered it. You know, and, and I decided that in the best interest, you know, uh, that I've got to do this. You know, I, I mean, come on. Well, Michael, like seriously, somebody. No, here's what happened. I'll take exactly that. The, the 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 Ted Phillips, the president, the general manager, Pace. They all probably said, "Look, Ryan, we're not going anywhere with what we're doing. Let's just play the young kid and see what we have." Well, and here we go now. Now they come out here, take on the Raiders this week. Raiders right now laying five and a half here at BetMGM. Feels like a you big think that number. goes up. Yeah, I, I think it goes up to six to six and a half, don't you? I do. I, I think if you're a Raider backer, you probably get in now to your point because I do think it's going to go up. Like, look, I, I love I mean, the I Bears. liked it at five and a half. I loved it at five and a half. Right. I mean, I loved it because I don't think the Bears can score. Yeah. They, they Look, I know that Chicago wants this to work with Justin Fields, and it would be great. It, but right now, you would think Andy Dalton is the more competent NFL quarterback if he is fully healthy. I understand right. the idea of letting the kid play, but but now I've I've got to put my money on the Bears and, and hope that it's going to work out better with the new QB one. When look, I, I loved them last week against the Lions, but I also thought Andy Dalton was going to play, and then Justin Fields played, and I was like, oh, now you got to hold on, and they did hold on and get the cover, winning by ten. If you know Dan Campbell, the fighting you know biting kneecaps, that they could have figured out a way to score in the red zone, you wouldn't have cashed that ticket last week. So now, no, you shouldn't have cashed it. You right. shouldn't have cashed it. I mean, I mean, all he had to do was kneel down three times and he would have kicked field goals he would have covered easily mm -hmm. you know I mean Fields has been sacked 12 times I mean look it's one thing to throw the ball well against the Lions the Lions have the trifecta right and the Lions and it's hard to get the trifecta on defense right but they have it it takes work to get it too Dave <laughs> so let's just go over what is the trifecta on defense the trifecta is you're slow. That's one. Okay. The second trifecta is you can't cover. That's two. And the third trifecta is you can't rush the passer. Oh boy. That's so not when a good you recipe. have the trifecta, when you have the trifecta on defense, so no matter who you play, and they only score 24 points on the trifecta. Like you should score 40 on them all the time. Right. I, I, I'm with you. I don't, I don't see how, again, I, I know this is going to be like confidence for the fans, for social media. They're going to be excited about this. But but me backing them financially, getting five and a half against the Raiders, and I know the Raiders have, have their own issues they got to figure out in that offensive line like we talked about. But to me, I'm with you. I think this number goes up before kickoff. It's not going to go down, right? Not with this No, news. because the one thing about the Raiders, as bad as their line is, and we don't know if Akeem Hicks is going to play. If Akeem Hicks plays, that'll be a problem, right? Because mm -hmm. Akeem, the, the rush can get to Carr and could be. But we know the Bears don't have cover corners, right? Right. We know the Bears struggle, right? So that's going to be hard. Now, what we'll see is the Bears run the exact same scheme that the Chargers ran last week. It's the Vic Fangio scheme. So we'll see some carryover, and they'll take some of the concepts and ideas. But they don't have Derwin James to cover Waller. They don't have that. Right. And we know the Raiders do struggle at times when they come east. I mean, let's, let's, I mean, the Jet game last year, you know, they've struggled at times. So, you know, but they're going to score, even on their bad day, they're going to score 20, 24. Can Field score 20? Uh, I, he did against the Lions, but that's that's the trifecta. <laughs> yeah, I, again, that was my game of the week last week was the Bears. But again, it was kind of predicated on 14 being QB1 and not one being QB1. But now it's decided. There's no more flip-flopping. Matt Nagy has made his decision. And it's going to be the kid the rest of the way for the Bears. Let's see how that plays out. You and I talked in the summer. I thought this was an underplay on the Bears all year. And I kind of yeah. scouted it and handicapped it just like this. I thought Fields would be the starting quarterback. 
week five in Oakland, I didn't realize Andy Dalton would get hurt. So he'd have to play a little bit more, uh, a little sooner than I thought. But I thought the whole idea was let's let the veteran go out and see what we have with this team. They never really got that because he got about one game in LA, the sacrificial lamb against Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey got hurt in week two. And since then, it's just been a cluster in Chicago. So now they are pot committed to Justin Fields. Let's see how it plays out. But I'm kind of with you. I don't know in the short term. This I, I would go to out. the window today. I would go to the window today, and I'd play the under at 44 and a half. Yeah, I think the under somewhere between 44 and a half, 44. I would play the under because I don't think the Bears are going to score that. Not that the Browns were great when the Bears couldn't score, but I do think that it's going to be hard for Fields to read, react, get command of the game. It's a hard thing, you know, and and, and it's going to be a challenge. And I don't think Nagy. For all the fun we make of him, I don't think Nagy's fully into this. I don't mm-hmm. think he's fully into wanting to play fields. Now he, you know, last week he didn't call plays, but then he told he gave us the Alexander Hegg line. Well, it's all runs through me. I'm in charge. <laughs> that was a bizarre okay, statement. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> like seriously, Randy Mueller said it on Twitter. He's right. Like when this guy goes to a press conference, if you're his GM, you just want to you want to get your, your your earmuffs on. Like you just don't want to listen to what he says. And this is another example of just putting your foot right in your mouth. Yeah. And I mean, he's, I mean, he's the worst weatherman of all time. <laughs> but he just checks the wind, see where it is on Twitter, and then that's what he goes with. But, yeah, you know, how are they going to run the ball? David Montgomery's going to be out. I know they've got Damian Williams there as the backup here. But if, if Justin Fields can't make plays with his legs, good luck making it down the field. I, I, I get it. You're right. The Raider defense is not as good maybe as advertised in the first three weeks, but it does feel like an underplay here. Because you're going to. Well, especially against the. I mean, they get, they're going against a bad offensive line. I mean, they've given up 16 sacks. I mean, they can't block anybody up front. Right. Right. I mean, the, the Max Crosby and, 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 and Dockway, they're all going to get pressure on them. I mean, Stacey Dales continue on Twitter. Matt Nagy on Justin Fields taking over as a starting quarterback. Quote, he earned it. He earned this it. This is Justin's time. We're so confident moving forward. I, I mean, you can't make this up. Like, you can't make this up. I did not see that coming as we began hour Done. number two because uh, Michael. They the just traded. Uh, so my man Bill Berman yeah. has just announced he's breaking stories over here left and right. Oh my! That the the Panthers traded Stephon Gilmore for a sixth round pick to the Panthers. You called it right there, Dave. You were yes. all over that. Yes, he's going to Carol. Yeah, it's just it felt like. And, and by the way, really smart move. And you know how this works better than most. That they put this, they leaked out this information that they were going to let go of Stephon Gilmore before the four o'clock deadline here in the East Coast, so that if a team wanted to make a trade like Carolina, they could get him. They got to take the contract on. I'm sure they're already working on a new deal down in the Carolina. But Michael, I love. Certainly, as a guy who's got Carolina over for wins this year at seven and a half, and I took the adjusted line at eight and a half. Now you've got CJ Henderson and you have Stefan Gilmore. My goodness, once JC Horn gets back, they've got cornerbacks galore. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, you know, give Matt Rule credit. He's not scared. I mean, he traded a 2023 six round pick. Wow. So, I mean, you know, he's got cap room. He can work on his contract and gives him another guy. It's smart. I mean, it's a good play for Matt. You know, look, uh, my son Matthew's down there. I'm sure he was instrumental in working the behind the scenes. I'm just kidding. You know, <laughs> uh, I mean, but it's good for him. You know, remember, Gilmore's from, and he's from Rock Hill, That's right, which South is where Carolina. their facility's going to be. Absolutely. I just yep. It felt like it made a lot of sense. I, I didn't know that it would happen this quickly, but Michael, you're always breaking stories here and breaking news on the Lombardi line. When we come back... I, I, that was Berman. That wasn't me. He came over and told me. I, we got people helping us all over, Dave. <laughs> when we come back, Matt, Hey, he's going to join us. I love talking college football. He's down there in Jacksonville. We'll discuss Urban Meyer when you come back with us right here on the Lombard. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit VEASAN.com to check the current betting splits data. This new feature gives you insights on where the money and bets are moving for every game. You'll be able to see where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. Data is available for money line over-unders and against the spread bets. Betting splits are another way VEASAN is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at VEASAN.com. Back here on the Lombardi line, Dave Ross alongside Michael Lombardi. And, Michael, I try not to play favorites when we have guests on. Right, because we're trying to be objective. Uh, Matt Hayes is one of my favorite guests. He is a national college football columnist for the Bleacher Report, and of course, co-host on XL Primetime 1010 XL 92.5 FM in Jacksonville. Because Michael, we got to bring Matt in to talk about what's going on with Herb down there in Jacksonville. And Michael's already on record, Matt, saying if he makes it to 2022, that would be a surprise. Does he make it out of 2021? I, I was wondering if he was going to make it out of this week, to be honest with you. But, I mean, apparently he has. Apparently um, he's spoken late to the team, to the, to the owner, to the general manager, which is odd because it's not really his boss. He's really the boss of Trent Baalke, the general manager. So that's another story for another time. Um, it's bizarre. It's absolutely bizarre. It's, uh, it, it's a, an unbelievably self-destructive move, as well as you know, the, the underlying thing and really the base of what it should all be. And go back with the team on the plane. After another loss, after a fourth loss to start the season, after a very tough loss, a game they could have won, you know, he doesn't go back on the plane, stays in Ohio, and then this nonsense happens. It's it's not a good look. You know, Matt, how did he handle the answer to that? I've I've been in the league 35 years. I've never seen a coach not go back with his team. Like, how did he handle that? And I get that he Belky works for him, but I think there's going to be a change of that coming soon. Just watch that. You're right. That's a 30 for 30 documentary waiting to happen. But <laughs> As we both know, as we both know, Matt. Anyway, so the reality here is, like, how did Balky not say, hey, Matt, hey, 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 Urban, this is a dumb idea. you got to come back. Like, did nobody say yeah, this? I mean, I mean what the, how did he answer that? Michael, that's the biggest blind spot right now in this organization because when Sean Khan hired Urban Meyer, you know, he, to get him away from doing TV, to get him to the NFL, to get him away from possibly taking the Texas job, he had to promise him everything complete control and that's what he's got so right now you've got a coach with complete control who as we know look we know what he's done in college football we know the missteps he's had we know the problems he's had because he's had too much control so to give him that control and then not have anyone with him who can say uh herb you can't do that he has no filter right now there's no one in there in that organization that would tell him no you can't do that but anything he does he thinks is okay and that's a big problem especially talking about a, a you know an NFL team. You're talking about guys that are paid to play. You're paid to win games. It's a different situation than it was in college. And he doesn't have control of these players. He can't hold a scholarship over these players' heads. It's a completely different dynamic, and I don't think he's figured that out yet. Matt, here's a well, fascinating thing. Let me follow thing. up, Dave. Yeah. Dave, let me follow up one sure. quick question. As we are a betting network, Matt, as you know, so and you've got your boots on the ground in there. I get the sense the team doesn't buy him. I get the sense the team thinks he's a fraud. I get the sense the team thinks he's a blowhard. I think it goes back to the Tim Tebow thing, and everybody thought that was the dumbest thing you could ever possibly do. How do you think they respond this week, knowing that I don't think he's fu- they're fully vested in him? Yeah, I'll tell you what, my guy. I think at the end of the day, you're a professional and you want to put 
tape down. You want, you want to get your best tape forward. Um, so I, I think they want to win for themselves. But to your point, yeah, I, I, I think there's certainly questions about, about him and who he is and, and what it's like moving forward. Um, yeah, I, I, it wouldn't surprise me in the least if this thing ends quickly after a year. But, but yeah, if you're a player, you know, the more you lose, the harder it's going to be for him to even have any kind of semblance of, of control over that locker room. But at the, at the other end of it, though, Michael, to be honest, they start winning, you know, it's different. And you know that. You've been in the league for 30-plus years. When you win, it makes everything better. And that's, that's the thing here. You look at the numbers, it's actually come down. It opened at four and a half, and now there's actually money coming in on the Jags because, Matt, like Michael and I were discussing in the first hour, we're not talking about the actual play in the field, which looked like it got markedly better against yeah. Cincinnati, right? right. And, and Trevor Lawrence is taking those steps we've been waiting to see. So if we could somehow block out all the herb noise, what are you actually seeing <laughs> offensively? I know it's almost impossible to do. That would make you say, yeah, maybe I should start backing the Jags here. Maybe, I don't know if it's this week getting the four against the Titans, but what are you seeing offensively from Herb and from Trevor Lawrence that would give you hope? Well, I, I think they've gotten significantly better from week one when it, when it was an absolute train wreck of dysfunction to week four. I mean, they probably should have won that game against the Bengals. I think it was just a bad play call at the end of the first half there when it could have gone up 20 with nothing. And if you look at the way Trevor played from week one to week four, he's a completely different player. So I think I think offensively they're getting there. I think the loss of DJ Chark is going to hurt them because they don't have a deep threat. Um, that That's going to be an issue moving forward. Maybe Ty Johnson's a guy that can become that deep threat. Um, I, but you still go back to the end of the day, it's defense. and They can't stop anybody. They can't cover in the back end. They can't get pressure on the quarterback. And those two things are just a dangerous recipe for trying to play defense in the NFL. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, when you just break down the team, I mean, you know, the after effects of, uh, of, uh, of really uh, David Caldwell, you know, Kaysan can't rush. Josh Allen's a good, not a great player, but where else can they get pressure? You know, and then I, I don't know what they're trying to do defensively. Is it the Ravens scheme? But you're right. They can't play corner. I mean, they traded away their one corner because they thought he was a problem. And Carolina took him with no problem because Carolina was almost going to pick him. So, I, I do think Lawrence is going to have peaks and valleys. But the other thing is, is how did they misjudge this offensive line? Like, when I watched this line, it wasn't good last year, and they brought back everybody this year. <laughs> well, not only that, Michael, they brought back the offensive line coach. Let's be honest. They brought yeah, back no, the guy who right. coached them for the last few years, George Warhop. So, I mean, it's yeah, that, that's certainly an issue. The question is, at 28, why do you take a running back when you've got James Robinson? And, and if you want to go deeper into that, that 28 pick, think about this. You were talking about cornerbacks, okay? They certainly traded away their best corner. He, far and away, C.J. Henderson was their best corner, okay? They traded him away. This is what they got for a guy who will one day wear a gold jacket, Jalen Ramsey, okay? They got Travis Etienne, who's not playing, and they got Caleb on Chase Think about that concept, what this franchise traded away for that guy. That's, well, yeah, I mean, we, they're not the worst franchise in the last 10 years because they actually have people in the building that know what they're doing. I mean, let's be real honest here. I mean, and it starts with the owner because the owner doesn't really know. You know, he can blame everybody else, but he has trust and faith in other people. I mean, look, when you saw, when you saw Urban hire this staff, everybody in the league was like, what? Who did he hire? Who's he putting? Like, you know, there was no real understanding of the staff. And he's got Schottenheimer to go along with Bevel. Bevel might be a great coach. Schottenheimer together. Like, and then you got Charlie Strong on defense. Joe Cullen's never called the defensive plays in his life. I mean, it just, to me, it reeks of not knowing what to do and not having a command over the league. It, it reeks of learning on the fly is what it does. And, and the last thing you can do in the NFL is learn on the fly. And, and you, you saw that in game one. I mean, I mean Michael, game one, they, they literally did not look like an NFL team on the sideline, on the field. It was embarrassing. Uh, they're getting there. They're, they're, they, each week, I think, it's been you know important, critical moves, steps forward. They could have and probably should have won the game in week four. It's going to be interesting to see how they play this week because I think I did not have all this nonsense off the field with Urban. I think this game against, against the Titans would have been a game they could have won and probably should win. Now you're talking yeah, about, but... look, this is, this is crazy. I think so, but I think if the Titans have their guys back, I think they're going to have a hard time stopping this running game. I mean, you know, let's be honest. The Titans played with one hand tied behind their back against the Jets and should have won the game. 
and the, and they and they can run. I mean, they're almost averaging five yards a carry. If they can get their passing game, and they will in this game because here's why. They can't rush. I mean, the one thing that gives the Titans trouble is when you can rush them. Indianapolis rushed them. Right. You know, I mean, Indianapolis couldn't rush them. Seattle couldn't rush them. The Jets put pressure on them. They had no weapons. Sacks, they give it up, yeah. 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 You know, and so I, I just think yeah. to me this is a bad matchup for the for the Jags. They they have to be able to get the quarterback. I mean, I mean, Tannehill's been sacked seventeen times, <laughs> seventeen times in four games, and this and this franchise cannot get the quarterback. They just can't do it. Um, they don't have anybody off the edge that scares anyone. I mean, you're talking about Josh Allen. Josh Allen's a guy who, in his first year, benefited from having Clay's Campbell next to him on the inside. He doesn't have yeah. anything close to Clay's Campbell now. He's got David Bryant. Right. That's why he's not producing. So you've got nothing off the edge. You've got nothing in the interior. They're running the new 3-4. You've got nothing on the outside of those, those the rush outside linebackers. I keep saying the best guy for one of those spots is probably Miles, Miles Jack, but they're not moving him, and I still don't know why. <laughs> Again, I, I feel bad for Miles Jack. Miles Jack is one of the best players in this league, yes. and I feel bad he's got to play over there. I really do. And, and, and I, you know, there's going to be a documentary on David Blaine Caldwell's Ten years down there, because for that guy to be able to do what he did for over ten years, it should be a thirty for thirty. Absolutely. Michael, they need you down here. Yeah. They need. That's no, they, need. they don't need me. They don't need. I'm done. I'm retired. I'm old. I'm too opinionated. They don't need me. They, they don't need me. Trust me. me. Could you imagine me and Tony Khan in a meeting? Oh my God. <laughs> Hey, it's always great catching up with Matt Hayes. Of course, you got to watch him and listen to him. Uh, XL92.5 in Jacksonville, National College Football Columnist for Bleacher Report. We've got 20 seconds. You're great. Matt, very quickly, if you were voting for the Heisman Trophy, who's getting your vote today? Oh, man, are you kidding me? (laughs) I mean, I have no idea. It's absolutely completely wide open. That's the answer. That is the right answer, Matt. There's nobody yet. It's chaos in college football. It's chaos in Jacksonville. We're back here on the Lombardi Line here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. The NHL season is almost here, and our hockey betting experts are ready for all the action. The VEASAN Hockey Betting Guide is now available with strategy and best bets for the season ahead. Get in-depth analysis from our hockey experts, including Andy McNeil, with predictions for teams and players, win totals, daily betting tips, as well as season-long trends to watch. The guide is a must-have with key insights for data in both avid hockey bettors and those new to the sport. Give yourself an edge this season and get your digital copy now for only $9.99 at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Back here on the Lombardi line. I am Dave Ross alongside Michael Lombardi. And Michael, this might be, well, it's been a great show so far. Then you add Lou Fidicaro to the program to get his NFL and MMA insights. I get really excited. We're going to get to the mixed martial arts in a second, Lou, but we will start off with the NFL. I think we've talked more Jaguars on this show than ever before because of Urban Meyer. But Lou, we've been talking about this game, the Titans laying the four against the Jags. You like a team here. Which team is it? Well, I like the I like the Titans for obvious reasons. If anyone's been listening to your show the last hour, <laughs> those those reasons have all come up. I'll add a couple more. Um, not only do I question what kind of effort I could possibly get with what's going on in Jacksonville, I think I can try and and project what I'm gonna get from Vrabel and from Tannehill. So I've got the coach and I got the quarterback advantage, I think, with Tennessee. I still think they're a decent team. Yeah, yeah, the Jets played inspired and Tennessee may not have played their best game, but this is just a terrible spot for everything that has to do with Jacksonville. On Tuesday of last week at the Westgate, the look ahead line on this game, Tennessee minus seven and a half, and then it's today four. So that's a three and a half point move through seven and six. That's enough for me. I'm going to take Tennessee because I think it's at its lowest point. I think it starts coming back once people start looking into the game a little further. Lou, I couldn't agree more with you. So let's just go over some just general numbers, right? The last 10 games, the Titans are eight and two, uh, are eight and two in those 10 games. They're seven and three in those last 10 games against the spread. I mean, I'm the reason I would play Tennessee strongly here is Mike Vrabel and Tannehill because I think this is it. Had they not lost to the Jets, you might be able to convince me that this would be a, a trap game. 
I don't think it's a trap game. I think it's a. I think it's a. We're going all. To, we're going to the. It's a mattress game. We're going to the mattresses in this one because <laughs> we got to win this one, and we're we're going to play in there. We get Julio back. We get AJ Brown back. Maybe you know Henry can run the ball. All we've got to do is not turn this ball over. Make sure we keep the ball in front of us. And with Chark being out, you know that really helps. They play good run defense. I like the Titans here. I'm with you. I think you guys are right on this one with this handicap. Let's talk about another. We had Steve Mackinon, uh, Steve on in the first hour, and his system for a team going into a bye week playing a divisional opponent, you want to back that team. And, Lou, it backs up what you like here with the Niners catching the five-and-a-half points against the Cardinals. Why is this such a strong play for you? Well, uh, let me first qualify it by saying I think it's going to be a strong play if I can substantiate that Garoppolo, in fact, is going to play. If he does not, if he does not play, I would then think that the number could move a little bit more. And in which case, I would not uh, be adverse to San Francisco. I would just want to be patient and get as much as I can. But overall, an old saddle handicapper like me, we love division games. There's familiarity there. I think that Arizona having to face L.A. San Fran back-to-back is formidable. And I think San Francisco is a better team than what they showed last week. Yeah, I, I do too. And, you know, they didn't, they weren't that bad last week, Lou. When you watch the tape of the game, I know they gave up 28 points and they had the turnover on the kickoff that gave them basically the Russell Wilson, oh my God, play to, to the to receiver Swain. You know, it's just he dazzles you. But I think deep down, they played really good defensively and they rushed the passer. They, they were able, they, they were going to win that game if it wasn't for the kicker and if it wasn't for Garoppolo getting hurt. I really think they would have won that game. And, and I was on the Seattle side in that game, so I'm happy they didn't. But to me, I, I think this is, if Garoppolo plays, they typically will move the football and they've got to get back into their running game. And the problem really is going to come to, can they cover these Arizona receivers? I mean, can they cover them? And it's a hard thing to do. Can they control them in the pocket? Can they cover them? And, and it's a challenge. It really is. And, and that's where they get you because once Beep Beep starts running around back there <laughs> and all of a sudden, you know, it, it's a problem. And look, let's face it. Last year they opened the season up. They went into San Francisco when Beep Beep was healthy. And, you know, they beat them. And they're 7-3, and 6-3-1 three, three and one against the spread Arizona is against the, against the 49ers. Yeah, and it's amazing, too, how quickly they want to get Jimmy G back in the lineup after they saw Trey Lance and realized, oh, oh maybe. But, but t- Twitter says Trey Lance is the greatest player of all time. <laughs> they I mean, can't come wait on, now. Dave. Yeah, I know. I keep forgetting that Twitter is. Do you know how close it is that, that Trey Lance is having incredible practices, that it's getting very close? And, and then they got that, that bomb that got sent by Kyle after the game, just destroy, like I haven't heard anything about Trey Lance in like four days. Like, <laughs> well, he's played like a backup quarterback. That's right. But Justin Fields has earned it in Chicago. Uh, Lou, very quickly, a couple other picks we wanted to hit on here. Uh, the Bengals, you like them catching the field goal against the Packers. W- w- what makes you go that route? I like the fact that uh, sometimes in the horse racing business, uh, you get a, a horse that's reaching up and, and running with a class of horse it probably doesn't belong with. But they'll say, you know what, the horse has won its last three. He doesn't know he shouldn't be there. And I think that's an accurate description of Cincinnati. They're three and one. They've won their last two. They believe they're coming off 10 days of rest. And while Mixon twanged his ankle, that was 10 days ago, I think he's going to be healthy. I just think this is a really good spot to try and get Cincinnati offering their absolute best effort, knowing that maybe the, the, the coaching advantage and quarterback surely goes to the Green Bay side. You know, when I, was, when I looked at this game and I saw it was only three and a half, I thought, oh, my God, that's an easy Green Bay play. And then on Tuesday when I worked on all my numbers and I put my point spread together and I looked at it and my line was 2.06. Mm. It was closer than the spread. And I thought, oh, my gosh, like this is, you know, Green Bay is a little bit, we get lured into thinking how great they are by how great they are on offense and how great Aaron Rodgers is. But there are some areas of their team that are not great. And Cincinnati might be able to take advantage of them. To me, this game's going to come down to can Cincinnati protect? They're playing at home, that helps. Can they protect and can they keep Burrow from making a big mistake? Can they keep him upright? That's going to be the critical component to the game. And I think it'll be a challenge to stop Rodgers in the game. 
All right, before we switch over to the UFC, Lou, let's get your last pick here. You like the Browns catching the point and a half against the Chargers here. Uh, boy, the Browns' defense certainly, certainly was accounted for last week against Minnesota. you think they can carry that over against Justin Herbert this week? I think they can. I look at the Browns as as being so balanced that maybe they get overlooked a little bit. They they played tough in Kansas City. They played a good quarterback in Minnesota. Uh, I, I think that uh, th- that this game... Uh, I, I, I really, uh, I think the Chargers could be ripe for a team that can run the ball. Their softest part of their whole team is rush defense, and the Browns are second DVOA in running the ball. So I, I'm looking for the Browns to play a run control, a, a ball control kind of a game, keep the Chargers off the field, and this game goes under besides the Browns, most most likely in teaser situations, six points bringing the Browns up to seven and a half. Uh, but I don't mind the Browns on the money line at plus money either. You know, when you watch that game against the Vikings, they won. They held the Vikings to seven points. And Baker Mayfield played horrible. And they were able to do that. And I think this is a game where I'm not sure the right team's favorite. Because the Browns' numbers are really impressive. And what they've done, whether it's on the road in Kansas City or in Minnesota... Second road game always is a worrisome, but I think the Browns are the better team. All right, we've got about 90 seconds left with Lou Finicaro. does a great job here at VEASAN. Uh, and also, I always like to pick your brain about UFC, and we're going to have an opportunity to do that later on in the week on first strike. But first, Mackenzie Dern against Marina uh, Rodriguez here. Mackenzie, minus 160 here. Rodriguez to come back, plus 130. What's your initial takeaway on this one Saturday night? Outstanding clash of styles. Marina is long, tall, lanky, a striker. Knees precise jab it must fight from distance Dern has grown up in a Brazilian jiu-jitsu family her dad's a triple degree black belt she is she's competed all her life but jiu-jitsu requires clasping pressing against the cage and getting to the floor and there's your clash of styles it's my opinion that Dern is going to submit Rodriguez because she is going to get a hold of her she is going to take her to the ground, and she I believe she's going to submit her. That's a plus 110 proposition right now, and that's where I would maybe steer listeners. I love watching Mackenzie Dern fight. Lou, very quickly, Randy Brown against Jared Gooden. Randy, the big favorite, minus 250. Gooden, plus 200. This should be a wild one in the welterweight division. What do you make of this clash? Mismatch in experience. Randy Brown's got 12 UFC fights, Gooden three. I favor Brown. He's a legitimate favorite. I just want to say again, thanks for uh, letting me come on, especially uh, uh, Michael and Dave, for you guys to squeeze out a little bit of UFC. I'm honored that you'll talk about it with me. This is why you got to awesome, follow Dave. him. This Thank why, you, Lou. Yeah, you got to follow him on Twitter, at GamBlue. All right, Lou Finnecaro, really appreciate the time and the information. Back with more Lombardi Line right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, 
elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to point game. King of the court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get your payout before the game's out with BetMGM. Play some money line wager on any Thursday night football game, and if your team is up by 10 or more points at halftime, you win. That's the full payout for only half the game, no matter what happens the rest of the way. Simply go to BetMGM account and opt in each week to Thursday night halftime payout promotion. Want to keep things rolling? We'll try BetMGM's extensive live betting options in the third quarter. Or use your winnings to place a one-game parlay on Sunday. New to BetMGM, download the app and see how you can turn halftime cash into full-time. Make a money line bet on Thursday night, and if your team is up by 10 or more, you win at the half. Only at BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, opt-in required. Eligible restrictions do apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada or Pennsylvania. Back here on the Lombardi Line, Dave Ross alongside Michael Lombardi. And, Michael, it's been a wild show today. A lot of breaking news in the show. Obviously, Stephon Gilmore is now a member of the Carolina Panthers. And Justin Fields is your starting quarterback going forward. And Urban Meyer is still the head coach down in Jacksonville. (laughs) But how about those Cowboys a little bit? We talked about it in the first hour of the show. They are now the hunted, right? And so far, they've been remaining perfect team ATS, 4-0, in the league. Now they're going to lay a big number here against the Giants in a divisional game here in Danny Dimes. And the Giants did go down to the Big Easy and get that win on Sunday. Is this a little bit too much of an inflator number, or do you trust the Cowboys in a spot like this? You know, Dave, I, I, my initial reaction was to take the Giants. I think it was at seven and a half. Now it's down to seven. And when I power rated this game, it, I had the line should have been 806. Mm. So, you know, it should be a Dallas play for me, although I'm not sure I'm going to do it. You know, and then when you examine the last 10 games, you know, the Cowboys, as bad as they've been, are 6-3-1 and one against the spread versus the Giants. Now, you know, last year the, when the Cowboys were beat up is really when the Giants made their way. They lost early in the season. The Giants beat them. The Cowboys beat them by 3, 37-34. But you go back, I mean, the Cowboys have had their way. Right. You know, the, in 19, it was 37-18 and 35-17. They've been able to to play pretty good against them. So, instinctively, you say take the Giants. But when you dig a little deeper, you know, are you sure the Giants can make the plays that they made at the end of that Saint game? Remember, it's 21-10 to 10 in the Saint game with nine minutes, and they don't get a first down. And Joe Judge punts, which was shocking to me. And he got bailed out by the 56-yard pass to Saquon Barkley. The Saints kind of really were bad on defense at that point. And then they drove the ball down the field to tie the game, and they get the two-point play. Danny Dimes runs quarterback draw. Jason Garrett's favorite play. Coach Garrett, to you too, Dave. His favorite play. And, and uh, you know, and, and they, they're able to get the game in overtime and they never get the ball back. You know, the Saints controlled that game. They were in complete control of that game. They had a touchdown called back. Uh, the next play, Taysom Hill throws a bad interception. Now, they didn't get any points off the interception, but I think Tony makes the, the Giant team better. And I was shocked how well the Giants were able to block the Saints front. They did a good job, and they protected Danny Dimes, and he threw the ball, and he made throws down the field. I look at this too, Michael, and the Cowboys also are 3-1 and one, uh, playing to the over so far this season. You see the total here at 51.5, but I look at the Giants, and I, I think ball control, right? I think they want to try to run it. They want to limit possessions against the Cowboys to have any chance of pulling the upset here. Do you have a lean either way in the side there? Because it is confusing. Yes, Dallas's defense is improved, but they're still giving up a ton of yards. I mean, we still have, right, right? right. it's still there. It's not like they, they're all of a sudden a juggernaut. 
I think this is – I don't think the Giants' defense is very good right now. You know, I mean, they, they held this, the Falcons to 17. I mean, the Falcons hold the Giants to 14 points. Now, what happened in that Falcon game was Grady, Jarrett, and Fowler rushed the passer pretty well. If, if they can get Parsons and Gregory and the big guy inside to rush on Danny Dimes and they create some problems – that's how they're going to have to win this game. But, look, the one thing we know going into this game and what the Saints proved was the Saints could run the ball. They controlled it, right? Mm-hmm. The Saints controlled the clock. The Giants really didn't have the ball as much as they needed to, and I think that was the biggest issue in the game. I mean, the opponents have held the ball for almost 32 minutes in giant games. That game was remarkable considering the fact I think the Saints had the ball 37 minutes in the game, and they didn't get it in overtime. Right. I, I cannot stand the overtime rule, by the way, in the NFL. Even the, the possibility of having a game end in a tie needs to be changed in the competition committee, but that's a story for another day. Uh, but, Michael, when you do look, and I mentioned the Cowboys, the last undefeated team, ATS here, 4-0, and and you look at the, the best team so far to be covering for you if you've been backing these teams, the Bills at 3-1, Cardinals at 3-1, Panthers at 3-1, and the Chargers, out of those teams, who do you trust most going forward? Because I know at some point – Dallas is going to let me down. This cannot last, I wouldn't believe. But do you trust any of the others here on the board, or do you really think the Cowboys are the real deal and you can start laying these bigger numbers with Dallas as mm-hmm. the season goes on? Well, I think the one thing we know for sure, the Cowboys can score, right? Yeah. I mean, they can score points. And and you got to be really good on defense to stop them. And if you try to make them play left-handed like the Panthers did, Panthers said, okay, we dare you to run the ball. They ran the ball for over 200 yards between just between Pollard and and Zeke, mm-hmm. and then they got another 35 from Dak. So you know they when you. But the key is, can you keep the ball away from them? Can you keep the ball? Can you put pressure? The one thing the Cowboys have always gotten in trouble with in the past was their offensive line kind of fell apart. It used to be the strength of their team, then it fell apart. This year, it's back to being somewhat of a strength. I mean, Terrence Steele has played much better at right tackle than yes. I anticipated him playing, and I think that's been a huge uptick for them. And I think that's why. Can they continue with this pace? Look, we know they're going to run into a chain. A, 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 they're not going to continue. But they, to me, seem like the class of the East. I don't see the Eagles beating them. I don't see the Giants consistently beating them. Do I think the Giants could win this game? Yeah, but I don't think the Giants can win the East. But do I think, and do I think the Washington football team? No, I don't think the Washington football team can stop anybody. Right. I mean, the, that's another line that I think is out of whack. I mean, how are the Saints just a one-point favorite against the, the Washington football team? I don't know. Well, it's, it is amazing, too, when you look at the best over team so far in the NFL. And the Rams playing on Thursday night, they're the only team right now still perfect to the over at 4-0. But Washington, to your point, 3-1, and Michael, they have now become an overplay because the defense right. is just in ruins. They don't stop anybody. Right. They're still 50% on third down. And I'll say this to you, too, what I don't think people really understand, and I didn't understand this clearly until last week, is the, the Rams are not good on defense. Right. The Rams are not good on defense. I mean, they can lure you into a sleep. They played the Colts fairly well, but they're not good on defense. I mean, the Bucks they got ahead of the Bucks and made the Bucks play from behind. But this 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 Ram team it gives up over 50% on third down. They give up a huge bunch of yards in the passing game. I mean, if you throw away from Ramsey and you can protect you're going to make a lot of yards again. This Rams defensive team has superstars. They don't have a great defensive team. Well, that's fascinating when you look at the graphic here and you go, okay, before the season, you would say, well, the Cowboys had a historically bad defense a year ago, so they're a good team to bet the overs on, right? So, so far, that's that's proven to be profitable at 3-1. and one. But the other three teams on here, right, the Rams are supposed to be loaded defensively. They got Aaron Donald's going to Hall of Fame, Jalen Ramsey, the best cover corner out there. Washington with Rivera and Jack Del Rio, they're supposed to be a great defensive team. And the Buccaneers, we saw what they did in the Super Bowl, yeah. and certainly in the playoffs, right? Those three defenses, we thought were supposed to be elite. Right now, if you're playing overs, you're cashing tickets. Yeah, no doubt. And, and look, you know, the only game they held a team to, four, to under 20 points was the opener against the Bears. And I defy you to watch that tape and tell me they played good defense in that tape. Yeah, I, The Bears I, moved the ball up and down the field on that game. And one of the reasons I wanted to play the Colts the next week, I think the line was three and a half. It ended up being a winner, barely. But the, one of the reasons I wanted to play the Colts is because I thought the Colts would move the ball on them, and I was right. Yep. And then against the Bucks, I played them because you were getting the three. You had it. You knew it was going to be a shootout. I thought the shootout would happen with the Cardinals too, and I thought they would just get away from the Cardinals. But I think there's a liability. I mean, they allow 50% on third down, Dave. They're almost five yards a carry they allow in the running game. Teams can run the ball on the Rams. 
and they can keep them up. What the Bears did on opening night it, it, uh, on the on the is is not was not an aberration. It's kind of who they are. Seattle, Seattle can throw the ball on them and they can run it. Seattle's chances to win tomorrow night really come down to they got to control the football. They got to give the Rams the ball twenty four minutes. That's all. Well, that's the thing. That number's gone up to Rams now uh, two and a half points here at BetMGM. But again, you, it might be a strong overplay there if the Rams defense doesn't get their act together. I keep looking for Aaron Donald in the middle last week against Arizona to make a play. It's not there. I'm not saying that Aaron Donald is still not great. They couldn't but, make a negative play, Dave. You're right. They couldn't They couldn't get the Cardinals. And even when they got him in the second and 19, beep, beep, took off. Right. So I'm waiting for that Ram defense with the talent that they have to figure it out. Maybe Brandon Staley leaving. Maybe that's really hurt their defense and their scheme. Yeah. And that's making a tangible difference. But right now, they are the only team in the NFL 4-0 to the over each and every week. And it's not just because Matt Stafford and that offense. It really is a liability right now with that defense. No doubt. No doubt. And I think it's going to continue because that defense isn't played very well. Yeah. Well, I'm probably going to be looking to that over then uh, tomorrow night against Seattle here. And again, very quickly, uh, to to that game script here. Is that the right way that this game is being bet up, that the Rams now go from one and a half to two and a half, or do you think people are missing the boat here? No, I think that, you know, I think everybody's nervous about Seattle on defense. I mean, look, they, they won the game against the 49ers, turnovers, but I don't think they played well on offense or on defense. All right, we'll see what happens there. Again, up to two and a half here at BetMGM. That is a hefty total at 54 and a half. Michael, always enjoy the conversation. Thanks for the time. As always, it is the Lombardi Line here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, Somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.